episode 23 coming at you. Big Friday afternoon today. Easy Friday in terms of Fridays. You know, you ever have those days where you're like, oh, it's Friday, it's going to be easy, then it sucks. Today was one of those Fridays where it was actually easier than I thought it was going to be. Had a little surprise meeting at work, ate up the entire morning, got a good workout in, and then they had a commander's call, which is like a base-wide meeting. It's as if like your CEO is talking to you. It's one of those kind of meetings. So ate up the entire day, got out of there around 2.30, got home, nice day, there's no smoke, thank the Lord for that. And uh, yeah, talking to you now. So we got a bunch of things we got to get through today. We got the This Day in History, Trump got indicted, the alien sighting in Las Vegas, and we're going to bring you the top five best alien sightings of all time, and then wrap it up with the question of the day. So, with that being said, we have this day in history. History has its eyes on me. Now, this day in history, June 9th. Today is the 9th. For some reason, I think yesterday I did June 6th for some reason. I don't know. Could be a, could be a dummy. But um, anyway, June 9th, which is today, in 1732, we're bringing it way back here, James Oglethorpe was granted a royal charter for the colony of the future U.S. state of Georgia. James Oglethorpe was a British British soldier, member of parliament, and a philanthropist. I had my retainer in. As well as the founder of the colony of Georgia. As a social reformer, he helped to resettle Britain's poor, especially those in debtors' prisons in the New World. I guess debtors' prisons were a thing back then? Now they just fuck your credit score up. The royal, charter, the royal Charter granted by King George II gave Oglethorpe and a group of trustees the responsibility of establishing the new colony. Named in honor of the king, Georgia was envisioned as a place where the worthy poor of England can start anew. It was also strategically established as a buffer zone between the North and Spanish Florida. Despite the initial vision, the trustees' regulations, which included bans on slavery and limitations on land ownership, proved unworkable in the long term. By 1752, the trustees handed over control to the crown, making Georgia a royal colony, and in time, many of the trustees' regulations were undone. Nonetheless, Oglethorpe's effort laid the foundation for what would become the U.S. state of Georgia. Shout out to Georgia. Georgia. Little Luda. All right, done with that. No, we don't need we don't need to hear it again. All right, so we're past that. Got that out of the way. Uh, in other news, Trump got indicted for the classified documents he took when he was in office. And I know there's going to be a lot of people being like, "Well, they need to indict Biden, and they need to indict Hillary, and they need to indict Hunter Biden, and all this stuff." And it's like we get it. Yep, you, if they broke the law. Yes, they should be indicted. But it wasn't that he just stole these documents because he's like, well, Biden took documents too and they found them in his Delaware home. The difference is Biden admitted to it and he's like, sorry, my fault. He was forthcoming in his mistake. Where Trump differed from, and I'm not bashing Trump or anything, I'm not, this isn't one of those like he's an idiot kind of things. He lied about it. And then when they told him, told him like, hey, we know you're lying, he proceeded to obstruct them getting the documents back, which led on the raid to his Mar-a-Lago residence. So he played hardball the whole time. It's one of those things when you fuck with the cops, they're going to 
find every single ticket you have when you get pulled over. You get pulled over for a seatbelt violation and you're like, hey, asshole, you shouldn't have pulled me over. And he goes, oh, you know what? Your taillight is a little dim. Your tint's a little dark. Let me see your inspection. You know what I mean? He starts busting balls. So that's the situation he found himself in. However, this is on the federal level. This is the kind of people you shouldn't fuck with. So that's why he found himself in deeper water than the other people that have got caught with classified documents. And that idiot in the Air National Guard that leaked those classified documents not too long ago, like two months ago or so now, he's in the same boat. So this is the same kind of crime. You know, you're you're leaking classified information that shouldn't be leaked. Um, similar, not the same situation, but similar as in they both involved classified documents. So there's that. And then moving right along, the I know we had the emergency fraudcast yesterday after I put out episode 21 or 22, whatever it was, uh, the alien sighting in Las Vegas. Um, so apparently I dug deep on this one. And according to Las Vegas law, when you step onto someone's private property, you have to turn your body cam off. That's why the body cams didn't get anything. And since it's an open investigation, they can't release any of the footage. However, there were some, it's always grainy with aliens. This is the problem is that every time they're like, oh, here's, here's footage and here's a hundred percent proof that aliens exist. And they show, they show some grainy shit. It's like, it's filmed on a VAH camcorder your mom did in like 1992. You know, it's shaky as fuck and you can't see anything on this thing. And the reason for this is that the Las Vegas PD are investigating. So they're collecting all of this, all of these videos and stuff to see what the fuck is going on. So it makes sense on paper. That's why we're not seeing anything. However, I feel like if this were aliens, we would fucking, we would, someone would release a clip. I'm telling you, I'm not saying if I saw aliens, I would release information to the public and throw my career down the drain and probably my life. However, it's a high possibility that if I see legit, I'm talking to an alien in my backyard, I'm releasing that fucking thing. If an alien landed in my backyard right now, I'm releasing the goddamn video to ASAP. But my mind might also be blown at that point because we've never seen aliens before. We don't even know what they look like. So maybe I'm just, um, my mind gets literally blown and I'm like dumbfounded because I've never, this is something you've never seen before. So something to think about. Which leads us right into our next segment. Should I play the segment sounder? Now we're going to stick with the aliens, bro. So top five alien slash UFO sightings of all time. Now, the definition of top could vary depending on an individual perspective and the criteria being used. There are several UFO sightings that have gained significant attention due to their notoriety, widespread media coverage, and ongoing intrigue. So we're going to start with number five and work our way down. So the fifth most famous UFO slash alien sighting is the Betty and Barney Hill abduction of 1961. This was the first... Widely publicized reports of alien of an alien abduction. Betty and Barney Hill, a U.S. couple, claimed to have been abducted by aliens and taken aboard their spaceship before being released. So there's that. I've heard about this one before. I think I've heard about all these. I think we've all done because the top five, everyone knows about these. But they're like a sweet couple, and they were just driving along, and boom, abducted. And then Washington D.C., 1952. It comes in at number four. Over several weeks in the summer of 1952, radar screens in the Washington area picked up an unidentified flying object. 
Jets were scrambled and pilots reported seeing strange lights and objects in the sky. This one, if you Google it, you can find pictures of the shit. They had like spotlights on this thing and you could see a craft in the middle of it. Like it's like a circular disc in the middle of it. But the, again, it's aliens and the pictures are always, of course, it's 1952 and we don't have HD cameras or even color at this point on film. But you see like the thing in the middle and you see all the spotlights on it. So like they knew this thing was there. Something was definitely there. And it's over the Washington, D.C. So I guess that's pre 9-11. So they didn't just blast it out of the sky. Um, so yeah, that's that one. And then the number three, the Rendlesham Forest in 1980. Known as Britain's Roswell, several servicemen from a nearby Royal Air Force base in Suffolk, England, reported seeing strange lights in the forest and discovered marks on the ground and damage to the nearby trees. I think they made a movie about this, but it was a U.S.-based movie. Similar. I forgot the name of it, but it scares the shit out of me. I watched it on Prime. Uh, it's, it's a shitty movie. It's like an 80s movie. Terrible fucking CGI or whatever they used back then. However, it took place in England. They made like an Americanized version of it, but that comes in at number three, the Rendlesham Forest of 1980. And then this one, this is when you start hearing like, oh, I remember this. And... Um, the Phoenix Lights in Arizona in 1997. Thousands of people in Phoenix, Arizona and Sonora, Mexico reported seeing strange bright lights moving across the night sky. The Air Force later claimed that the lights were flares dropped for a training exercise, but many witnesses disagreed with this explanation. I've actually seen a documentary on this before, and the the, the light flare thing doesn't make any goddamn sense because fl- flares like... They whoosh, like they're giving off like propulsion. They leave smoke. They're they're wisping around. Like they're not just stable. These things were like stable figures in the sky. They weren't flickering. They weren't blinking. It was just right in the sky in like a formation, and they were just there. So the the flare thing doesn't make any sense. If anyone's ever lit a flare off, you've seen it makes it's it leaves a lot of smoke. Now drop that thing out of a plane and see what that looks like. So I don't buy the flare thing. And definitely no way they're in formation with flares. So the Phoenix Lights, definitely number, definitely number two, definitely sketchy as fuck. Number one, of course, the most famous one, Roswell, New Mexico, 1947. This is arguably the most famous UFO incident in history. In 1947, a rancher discovered an unidentified, unidentifiable debris in his sheep pasture outside Roswell. The U.S. Air Force said it was a crashed weather balloon, but skeptics questioned whether it was truly a UFO. See, like, I always wanted to see aliens. This is a horseshit. That's another horse. It's a weather balloon. Fuck off. I was a weather guy. That The material they found at Roswell, the pictures and stuff, that's not a weather balloon. There's nothing. It's not a weather balloon. Especially back then. They didn't have, like, the technology we have now. Like, that wasn't a weather balloon. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. They had to have come up with a better lie than that. So, do aliens exist? I would love to see one one day. They have to. They, they legit have to exist. The, the shit's been all over the news. Um, we had that UFO congressional hearing they hired like a a third party to investigate this stuff and they came back being like yeah there's a ton of shit we don't know what's flying around the atmosphere um i know there was one in afghanistan i think who afghanistan doesn't have a fucking army or military definitely doesn't have jets and there was some shit flying around and over there around our aircraft and we're like what's flying around there shouldn't be anything in the air besides us you know, we control the entire airspace. Um, so there's videos of that stuff going around. There's videos from Iraq where shit's just flying around. They don't know what it is. So aliens definitely exist. They're definitely, people are hiding something. But I, if one land, I'm telling you right now, if one landed in my backyard, I would drag the camera, my webcam off right now, 
as far as it can go to get a screenshot of this thing, to get a picture of this thing. I'd have my iPhone, I'd have every, every camera I can get my hands on would have this video. You know, it would just be everywhere. So aliens definitely exist. Um, again, I would love to see one one day. I think that would be the most mind-blowing thing in the world. So like we've seen pictures of animals and like when we see pictures of like deep sea creatures and we're like, that looks alien to us because we've never seen it. It's not something you've never seen. So imagine seeing an alien. Like you have no idea what an alien looks like until you see one. We've seen like drawings of it, but then there's like that theory that like you see it once and then you think everything that looks like that is an alien. So like that's why they big, the big eyes and the small mouth and the the dome-shaped head is why everyone's like, oh, I saw an alien and they draw that picture. It's because they just assume that's what it looks like. There's a thing your brain does where it like puts a face on things. So they're like, if if the first person that saw an alien drew a fucking snake, we'd be drawing snakes as if they were aliens. So there's that theory going around. But yeah, it would, it would be, I'm telling you, it would be astonishing to see an alien. Can't wait to do it one day. And I don't mean the kind that people say come across the southern border. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to the immigrants, backbone of this country. All right. And with that being said, we're going to go right into the last segment of the day. And also the second time we're doing this in a row. We're going to try to keep this going. Free content, baby. This is the easiest thing in the world. Don't tell people... When people tell you it's hard to start a podcast, it's really not. You can do same segments over and over again and just let it ride. Sorry to give the trick away there, but... So, like I said yesterday, I asked ChatGPT, can you give me a random question of the day? And here it pumps out a question. It says, certainly, here's a random question for your podcast. If you could choose one fictional character to become your real-life best friend... <sighs> I got a little choked up there. If you could choose one fictional character be- to become your real life best friend, who would you choose and why? Ooh. Tim, and this can go like any way, really. I think I'd have to go with Tony Stark. Like, I'd, I think that's just the. I think that's the way to go. It doesn't, for me, he's, I mean, in, in Marvel, he's like the smartest person in the planet, right? And he learns from his mistakes. So like, if he doesn't know something, he figures it out and he's super smart, he's super rich and he has all these toys and stuff. So I feel like hanging out with him, I would have my own Iron Man suit and I would just be flying around and shit. Like I'd have access to like all the new gadgets and stuff and just like top of the line information. Like imagine having Jarvis, like we have ChatGPT and that's cool and shit. Imagine having Jarvis or Friday as your fucking AI and you're just, you know, much work you can get done, but you're not actually doing any work because you're just his best friend and you're hanging around. You know what I mean? He's the one that's saving the world and he's fighting off. He's fighting off the fucking Chitauri and stuff. And you're just sitting here like a piece of shit playing xbox and an iron man suit you know what i mean like you're you're flying around just enjoying it i think i'd have to jump in the fight if he let me you know if i'd be like hey man you need an end on this this is your suit and everything i'm wearing and then of course iron man one he was party boy he was going out all the time drove the fastest cars had a private jet all that shit so i feel like hanging out with tony stark that would be that would be ideal people were you could say like why wouldn't you hang out with like thor or somebody or someone that's like um not invincible but isn't gonna die and i think it's tony's only human at the end of the day so you're gonna lose your best friend but um i think it would have a lot more fun you know because if you pick someone that's not human and they can live forever other than like them getting their head chopped off then you're gonna die and they're gonna still be living you know what i mean it just doesn't seem like i'd rather grow old together with and you know hopefully tony finds a fucking fountain of youth or something you can stay young but you like You'd have fun though. That's the thing. I'd be flying around and again in Iron Man suit and just be flying around in private jets and shit. And he has a shitload of money, so it would just be a fun ass time. So that's my reasoning behind it. 
Maybe you guys have different ones. I don't know, but that's mine. And I didn't really put too much thought into it other than reading the question and then just waiting the five seconds to answer. So that just about wraps it up. Again, today's Friday, so hopefully everyone has a good weekend planned ahead of them. I'm not going to awake this weekend, so that's always a plus. Should be a quiet weekend. I got to catch up on some stuff uh, that I couldn't get done last week. Um, I enjoy the weekends. I like to sleep in a little bit, get a good workout in, and then just like unplug, just relax, put the phone on silent, shit like that. And then, um, yeah, maybe we'll do another podcast. Definitely going to stream some Diablo. And um, yeah, we'll be out there. It's going to be a good, good time. So again, stay safe. Have a good weekend and we'll see you next time.